Our message this morning is coming from the Psalms 149. We want to talk from the theme, praise God and give him thanks. Praise God and give him thanks. Ushers, you may be seated. Let us pray. Father, we bless you, we praise you, we worship, adore, uplift, and exalt you. We thank you for this morning and for this hour. We ask you now to come into the midst of us and teach us through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Bring back to our mind those things that we've studied. Help us, lead us, and guide us in the direction that thou will have us to go. We ask now your covering and your blessing over this message. And we ask you to just hide us behind the cross and come forth and teach us and guide us in the way that thou would have us to be. We thank you, we praise you, we ask it now. In the precious name of our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. you may be seated. In the 40, 149th Psalm, we find these words. Praise, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the assembly of his people. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, and let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. He tells us, he begins with praise. He begins with what is it about praise that's so important to the body of Christ? And why should the body of Christ, or anybody for that reason, praise God? For his word says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Everything that have breath should be thankful or grateful with an attitude of gratitude for the things that God has done and continue to do in our lives. Praise is the act of expressing approval or admiration by our words, our worship, our singing and songs and raising hymns unto God himself. He said, praise God for his mercy endures forever and his faithfulness unto all generations. He tells us that we should praise because we have the opportunity to give him thanks. The opportunity to magnify and edify, uplift and exalt him. It means also to bless him, to be merry, to be joyful and to express our love and appreciation for all that he has done and continue to do for us. He said, praise the Lord for he's worthy of all of our praise. We praise him for our redemption and the fact that Christ came on the cross and died, went to the cross and died for our sins and for our transgressions that we may have a relationship to the Father. That first verse says, praise ye the Lord, sing unto him praises in the congregation of his saints. When we come into the church, we praise him. And when, when we leave, we serve and do the things that bring glory to his name outside of the church. He said, let Israel rejoice in him that made him and let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. He said, what, what, what does that mean, joyfulness? He said, to be glad, to be pleased, to be cheerful, to be merry and jolly, to have delight in heart and to bring goodness and expressions of love to the Lord. That's what he wants us to do as children of God. Give him praise 
morning, noon, and night. David prayed three times a day. But he gave praise to God seven times a day he gave God praise. And the reason he gave him praise was because of his goodness, because of his love and his greatness to him. Let them praise, verse 3 say, him, his name in dance. Now David danced before the Lord. And when David danced before the Lord, God poured blessings into his life. Sometimes your praise leads you into a dance. You see people sometimes they get overly happy and joyful and they may start dancing or shouting as some of us refer to it. In God, because things are going so marvelously, you, 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 you can have an experience in your life, but everything around you crumbling and crushing and falling down. And you can be joyful. You can have peace. You can be happy and filled with joy, even though the world around you is falling apart. Because God says what? When you give praise, I recognize that I see what you're doing and I will bless you for the praises that you give unto me. Verse 4 says, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Now notice what he says. Pleasure, enjoyment, delight is what he takes in the people who worship and praise and give him thanks. He says, he will beautify the meek with salvation. Those who are what? Submissive. Those who are gentle, the meek. He says, I will what? Beautify. He will let the beauty of, of holiness drape your life when you give him praise. When you exalt his holy name. He said, let the saints be joyful in glory. What is glory? Be joyful in glory. In the fact that he comes and he reigns with us through his presence and his power. The glory of God is his presence on our life. He said, I will bless you with glory, my presence. There's nothing better than to have the presence of God with you wherever you go. Because people will recognize you. They will favor you. And they will give you opportunities that you normally wouldn't have. But why? Because you praise. You ever had a situation going on in your life and you go in the restroom maybe and just give praise. And after a while you just come out of there just happy and rejoicing. And the things ain't changed. But you know you've already given praise. And when you give praise, heaven stops. God looks down and says, wait a minute. There's something going on down there. I need to take notice. And then he showers you with his presence whenever you give him praise and thank him. The psalmist tells us in 69 verse 30, I will praise the name of God with the song and I will magnify him. Magnify him means to make him large, to increase his magnitude is what we do when we say I magnify you. I magnify and edify, I glorify and exalt you. Every time you magnify him, you increase him. You, he looks Small and smaller, but as you magnify him, he gets larger and larger and larger. And he comes closer and closer and closer to you because you magnify and give him glory. Give him praise. What did David say? David said in Psalms 34 verse 3, David said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us what? Exalt his name together. Give him praise. We celebrate Thanksgiving during this season and we have a lot to be thankful for. But he said, first of all, give me praise. Give me things. James tells us in 4 and verse 8, more, move your heart closer and closer to God. And he will what? Come closer and closer to you. When you move towards him, he moves toward you. Then, then David said in the Psalms, he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. 
served the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. And then he says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. See, people think they, they, they are their own. But no, he said, you belong to me. I created you for a purpose. He says, we are his people and the sheep of his pastor. He said, I created you. I made you. I ordained you. I called you forth. You belong to me. You ever heard anybody try to take ownership? Sometimes when they get married, husbands and wives, one or the other might try to take ownership. We say, wait a minute, I'm God's property. He just allowed me to be a part of a relationship with you. He says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and come unto his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. What? And bless his name. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. When you think about all that God has done for you, you can say, thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. For you brought me from what? A mighty long way. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. You deserve the praise. For you have what? Brought me and kept me and protected me and watched over me all of these years. He tells us, one thing God cannot do for himself, and that's praise. God can't praise himself. He created us for that. He created you and I to praise him because he can't give himself praise. He said, praise me in the morning. Praise me. He said, what? Enter my gates with thanksgiving. Come unto my court with what? Praise. Because I can't praise myself. But if you praise me, I got something for you. I got a blessing for you. If you give me praise. If you just lift your hands and lift your heart and your voices and praise, I got something for you. He created you and me to give him praise. When you praise him, then the presence of God fills your life. The presence of God fills your heart. The presence of God is all around you and nothing and nobody will touch you because God's going to see to your welfare because what? You give him praise. So when you give him praise, heaven stops, as I said earlier, and looks down and God himself takes notice and says, look at that. Somebody recognize me and give me praise and give me glory. God, God, he inhabits the what? Praises of his people. He wants us to praise him. He wants us to spend time. He said, you can rest and rest assured that I'm with you when you give me praise. He says, give him thanks. Why? We, we should have attitudes of gratitude. We should be thankful to the Lord for the things he has done for us, the things he's going to do for us. We should be thankful and give him praise and give him gratitude and magnify him. He said, thank me in the morning. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is what? Good. His mercy is everlasting. What is mercy? His steadfast loyalty to you through the true truth of his word is his mercy in your lives, in my lives, in our lives. Mercy is the everlasting. And he said, and the truth of God will endure to all generations. See, he said, before heaven or earth fail, not one jot or tittle in any wise from his word shall stop. The word will last forever. Heaven and earth will what? Pass away. But not the word of God. It is his truth. And he stands on the truth of his word. No matter who it represents or who it, who it, it, it involves, the truth will always stand. Yeah, Nehemiah said it this way in 1227. 
they kept the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem. When Jerusalem was rebuilt, they had a dedication. And in that dedication, it says they praised him with gladness, both with thanksgiving and singing songs with the cymbals and the harp psaltery and the harps. They gave praise. He says, make a joyful noise. He said, on the loud sounding cymbals, on the high sounding cymbals, on the string instruments and organs, everything that have breath, give me what? Praise. That's what you were created for, to praise him, to thank him. The word tells us in Psalms 92, 1 and 2, it's a good thing to give praise unto the Lord, to sing Praises unto his name, unto the most high, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness. He said it's a good thing every night. Show the glory of God. Show the power of God. Show the presence of God. Show his faithfulness unto us. And when we show God's faithfulness unto us, guess what he does? He continues to bless us. He continues to watch over and keep us. He continues to stand by our side whenever we do what he asks us to do. Paul tells us in Philippians, the fourth chapter, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With what? Thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God will pass, that passeth all understanding. Will what? Keep your heart in mind. That's why you can walk around in peace. That's why you can walk around in assurance. And everything's falling apart, like I say, all around you. The earth coming to an end. People running around, gathering up everything, haunting everything, thinking they're going to make it. God said, you just be humble and stay in peace. You just be meek and keep the peace. Because I'm going to what? See to your security. I'm going to make sure that whatever you need, you have. He said, ask your request in supplication and with thanksgiving. Let it be made known unto him and he will take care of you. He will see to whatever it is as long as it's in his will because God answers his will. What is his will? His word. If you're praying according to the will of God, the word of God, God will answer that prayer. He may say yes. He may say wait a while or he may say no. I got something better for you as I heard already this morning. The word of God tells us and shares with us Hold on to his unchanging hand. Keep your faith and trust in him and be joyful in your king because you have every reason to give praise because when you think about what's ahead of you, the rewards of glory, the rewards of heaven for the, for the battles and all of the suffering and all of the hardships and all of the agony and pain that you've suffered down here on earth, it's worth giving him praise because the day is going to come when you're going to enjoy the glories of the Lord. The psalmist tells us in Psalms 107, the first couple of verses, he said, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures for what? Ever. And then he said, let the redeemed of the Lord, what? Say so. I am redeemed. And he says, shout it from the housetop. Shout it from the mountain. I am redeemed. I'm not worried about what's going on in this old world because this world is going to pass away. But I am redeemed and I am the redeemed of the Lord and let it be so. He says, give him the sacrifice of thanksgiving. When we give thanks to God, see, God can't thank himself. 
Imagine you walking around, I will thank me now. God can't thank himself. He created us to give him thanks. He created us to give him praise. Chronicles 29, I think it's verse 31 says, and Hezekiah answered and said, now ye have consecrated yourselves. He's talking to the children of Israel unto the Lord. Then he says, come near and bring sacrifices of thank offerings into the house of the Lord. And the congregation brought the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Even from their heart, they brought sacrifices of thanks. When you give God thanks, heaven takes notice. It's a good thing to say thank you. He already told us that in the Psalms. Always be thankful for whatever's going on in your life. All things work together for good to them that love God and that are called according to his purpose. You may not understand why you're going through what you're going through, but give him thanks that it is as good as it is. That things are as well as they are. When you give him thanks, sometimes you can praise your way out of a situation by simply just saying, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Elohim, I give you the praise. I exalt and uplift you. When you do that, guess what? Heaven takes notes. You know, Paul and Silas, I think I told you this one time, was in a Roman jail. And, and, and they were there worried and concerned about what was going to happen to them. Because they'd gotten beaten because they were doing what was right and preaching the gospel and telling the story of God. And they, people got mad with them because they, Paul cast this devil out of this girl who was a soothsayer. They throw Paul and Silas down in the bottom of the jail and, and chained them bound with chains and fetters. Yes. But the Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to sing hymns and pray. And the more they sing and the more they raise praises unto God, after a while the earth shook. And after the earth shook, the jail rocked. The door swung open. The chains fell off of their legs and their hands. And they were free to move about because they had what? Acknowledged God when he saw and heard their praises. He came and done something about their situation. What are you going through today that you can seek God in praise and get an answer for? What are you experiencing today? That if you just give praise and thanksgiving to God, he will give you that miracle that you're looking for. All you got to do is say, Lord, it's in your hands. I give you praise. It's in your hands. I magnify you. It's in your hands. I edify you. It's in your hands. I give you the highest hallelujah, the highest glory. I adore. I exalt. I worship. The more you worship it, if you just get into praise, you hallelujah, glory, glory. Glory, I magnify you, I edify you, I glorify you, I adore you, I exalt you, I uplift you, I esteem you. The more you give him praise, the more you feel his presence. Why? Because that's what brings the presence. See, you can pray all day. When you pray, guess what? You're asking God for something and he's got to answer you. But when you praise, you've got your attention totally on him. He's getting all of your attention when you praise you, you're asking him when you, when you bring a petition, you say, Lord, I need you to do this. But whenever you say, Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I edify you. Father, I magnify you. Father, I glorify you. Father, I adore you. And heaven say, whoa, what's going on down there? <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're filled with his presence. You're filled with his power. You can go somewhere and do some things. There ain't nobody going to bother you. Because whenever they come around you, guess what? That anointing comes out. <laughs> 
That presence and glory shields and envelops you and holds you from the enemy and everything that Satan tries to do. When the devil attacks you, just go into praise. When you go into praise, he can't handle that. He can, he, the devil, you want him to flee fast? Just get into praise. Just keep praising. As you praise God, the devil, I can't handle it. The fire is too strong for him. He can't take it. He gets up and he gets away. He moves out. But what are the blessings of praise, the benefits of giving God thanks and giving God praise? What are the benefits of that? What is it that happens to us when we give praise, when we bless God? You know, when Christ went to the tomb, when Lazarus had died and been there for four days, he goes into unto the grave site and he tells the people there to move the stone away from the grave. Lazarus had been there for four days. But, but, but the, Jesus made this statement in the 11th chapter of Matthew around the 25th verse. He said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me. And you always hear me. But for the benefit of these people that are here, I say thank you. Christ himself told the Father thank you. So who are, who are we not to say thank you? We, we, we pray and we sing, but we need to say thank you too. And he said when, it, when Christ had done that and answered and prayed to God in heaven and said, Father, I thank you, Lord of heaven and earth. The Bible said that he looked around and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus, God, death couldn't hold him no more. The grave couldn't keep him no more because Christ had already given thanks to the Father. There wasn't nothing else for Lazarus to do but get up out the grave and come forth. See, when you give thanks, miracles manifest in your life. When you give thanks, the blessings of God come forth in your life. He gave thanks, Christ did. And when he gave thanks, he received the blessing. The people saw the miracle of Lazarus walking among the living one more time. The presence of God goes with you. Christ had the presence of God with him at all times. He gives you gratitude and glory whenever you begin to give him praise. He in return gives you more. The more you give God, he doubles and triples and gives it to you fourfold and sevenfold and a hundredfold. He gives it back to you in unmeasurable amounts of blessings. He pours into your life because you take the time to bless, worship, and praise him. So he said, don't be deceived in James 1.16. God is not mocked. He says, beloved my brothers, Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. We don't get anything from down here. Everything is spiritual. And then it manifests, it materializes in the physical. So he says every good and perfect gift comes from above. So if you got something that ain't good and perfect, it didn't come from God. <laughs> it didn't come from above. He says give thanks. It puts you in a position with God to receive blessings. Thessalonians, the first chapter, verse 
the fifth chapter and the first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter and the 18 verses, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. No matter what you're going through, give thanks. Say, Lord, it's not what I want, but I thank you because it could be worse. Not what I want, but I thank you because things are getting better. See, you're speaking life to the situation. Give thanks brings peace when you give thanks. It removes worry and fear and doubt and anxiety from your life. Your situation becomes glorious. Life is revealed. The veil of darkness is removed from you when you give thanks to God. As you give him thanks, he moves. It may be slow, but he still moves. It may take longer than you think, but he still moves. Give him thanks. When you give God thanks, it draws you closer to him. When we are thankful for the undeserved love and goodness of God, we draw him to us. When we are thankful, he is drawn to us. He comes closer to us when we're thankful. Sometimes you're going down the road, just say, Lord, I thank you. Every time I'm driving, I say, Father, I thank you for every mile driven safely with unavoidable accidents. Because you're going down the road and you go home, you hear somebody else got killed in a car crash. But God is merciful to you and he spares you and allows you to travel safely. Why? Because you give him praise. You give him thanks. You go to bed and sleep at night. You wake up in the morning. You heard somebody's apartment complex done burn to the ground. And somebody may have died in the fire. But you gave thanks before you went to bed. And you said, Lord, watch over me and my neighbors and protect and keep us safely. You wake up the next morning. God is what? Answer that. And sometimes we take the little things that we ask God in prayer for granted. But God will respond to our prayer request. Sometimes the whole neighborhood is blessed because you there. Sometimes the whole company is blessed because they hired you and bought. When you come in, their money or, or, or their resources increase double and triple because they hired you and God had favor on your life. And God said, I'm going to bless you because you blessed him. I'm going to bless you because you blessed her. I'm going to bless you because I gave them favor and you accepted and you gave them an opportunity. And because God they did that, God pours blessings into the company. He allows the company to, re to, to receive resources that they wouldn't automatically receive or get. Let's wrap this up. When the lepers, 10 of them, were healed and went, they went to Christ and asked him to heal them of leprosy. He told them, go, show yourself to the priest. They leave to go show themselves to the priest. But on their journey, they notice that they have been healed. And only one of them turned around and came back and said, Lord, I give you praise. Yeah. And he said, wait a minute, wasn't it ten? Where are the nine? Only this one came back to say thank you? See, it lets us know that people are ungrateful. No matter, sometimes you ever had that type of person in your life, no matter what you did for them, they're just ungrateful. They're not thankful for anything. And this, this here's nine, God, uh, God healed ten and only one came back and said, Lord, I thank you. If you got a pain and God heal you, Lord, I thank you. If it eased down, Lord, I thank you. Why? Because he didn't have to heal you. He didn't have to allow that, that pain to subside. But because you were thankful, he let it subside. You say, I make it, you may go six or seven months without a pain. Eight or nine years without a pain. And the doctor done told you one thing and God said, not so. 
And you trust God and you give him praise. And the more you praise him, the better you feel. The more you praise him, the, the, the seem like the thing just get away from you. Just leave. You ever had a headache and you got to focus on something else and said, Lord, I pray about this and I thank you for my healing. I praise you for my healing. Next thing you know, it's gone. Why? God answered you because you gave praise. Sometimes, like I say, you can praise yourself out of a situation. Praise yourself out of sickness and disease. Give him thanks and you will see the results. Giving praise and thanksgiving to God brings contentment in your life. If you want contentment, then what? Give praise. First Timothy 6, 6 and 8. If you want contentment, praise him. The more you praise him, the more he gives you contentment. Giving thanks and praise to God deepens your faith in God. You ever heard somebody say, where is your faith? You trust for everything else. You trust God to take you to work all week long. You work all week long. No COVID bothers you. You get up on Sunday morning and you don't have faith enough to go to God's house. He's blessed you all week. He's protected you all week. And on Sunday morning, well, the, the governor said, the president said, God says, put not trust in man. And he also said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And he wasn't talking about on social media. He wasn't talking about on Zoom. He wasn't talking about all of these, uh, these, uh, these uh, networks where people cannot come together and fellowship in his house and worship him. He said, come together for the matter of some years. He said, it, it brings strength when the congregation comes together. It brings strength when the people of God assemble and worship and praise and, and fellowship together. That brings strength and you can't get it over social media. You can't get it over no telecommunication system. God said, come into my presence and give me praise. That's what he wants from the body of Christ. I see churches, they got the doors open for you to go get a COVID shot, but they're closed on Sunday when they ought to be having worship service. And God is not pleased with that. He's not pleased at all with that. Praise brings joy unspeakable and full of glory. If you want joy, the joy of the Lord is what? Our strength. It is the strengthening that whenever you rejoice and you're happy and you glee, somebody done your own, just rejoice. The Bible said David danced before the Lord. And when David would dance, he would get victory. They didn't figure out why he got victory, but he would be dancing. And they'd be wondering, what is wrong with this crazy man? He running around here dancing. He running around here jubilant. What is going on with David? And the more he danced before God and the more he praised God, the more God blessed him. The more God gave him. I believe he got Bathsheba by dancing because he stole her. <laughs> he dances when into that relationship with her. <laughs> but God says, give me praise. God said, rejoice, be happy, be joyful. You know, this time of year, people say, oh, it's the worst time of year. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, it's so miserable. Why, you don't have to be miserable because it, they say it's sad. You don't have to commit suicide because somebody told you you're supposed to be like that. Now, God says rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your rewards in heaven. You're going to get something for your, for your joy. You're going to get something for your glee. You're going to get something for your salvation. You're going to be rewarded for the life that you live, the things that you do, the simple things that you do for God. Anything you do for Christ, he says all that you do for Christ will last. He's going to reward you for what you do. So why are you worried? Why do you let the troubles and the tribulations of this world. What the song says, soon I will be done with the what? Troubles of this world. 
the tribulations and the trials, I'll be done with all of those things because I'm giving him praise and I'm thanking him and I'm living my life the best that I can that one day it will be a what? Testimony, first of all, for someone else to come to him. And your life is a testimony when you give praise and thanks, you become a testimony. Something that has happened in your life, you can testify of it and God will allow that testimony to save somebody, to deliver somebody, to bring somebody to him. Your life itself is a living testimony. That's why I said give me praise. It's easier for you to tell somebody about God when you done praise them and thank them and the blessings are flowing in your life. It's, it's not that difficult. Son, daughter, don't do that. Let me tell you why. I was in that same situation. God, see, God will give you, put you before people who need you because you've experienced what they're going through. And because you've experienced what they're going through, God puts you there to help them or to assist them or to give them spiritual guidance. Every one of us have a purpose. You're not here by chance. You're not here by accident. You're not here wondering. If you're wandering in the wilderness, you have something that God created you for. And when it's done, you're going to check out. But until it's done, you're going to be right here. God said, I'm not finished with you yet. I've got more for you to do. You need to get busy doing what I asked you to do. You need to get busy giving him praise, giving him glory, magnifying, edifying, uplifting, and exalting him. And when you do that, guess what happens? You get the result. You get the blessing. Christ, before he went to the cross, he had to give praise. The Bible said he prayed right before the soldiers and, and, and the cohort of, of the Sanhedrin came to arrest him. He gave praise and he prayed to God. But, and he said, let this cup pass me by. But nevertheless, not my will, but what? Thy will be done. Praise allows the will of God to manifest in our lives. And he receives the glory and the benefit of our blessings to him. See, when we bless him, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. What David said, bless his holy name. Bless him and who what cleanses away all of my iniquities and cleans me from all of my diseases. When I praise and exalt him, I walk into the blessings of heaven, into the glories of the Lord. May God bless you today. May heaven smile upon you. Let us stand for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this message today. Giving you praise, giving you thanks for all of your goodness and all of your mercy in our lives. As we come into this holiday season, this Thanksgiving season, we ask you to just bring in our hearts and our minds those things that you have done for us. Those things that have been a part of our history that you've delivered us and gave us victory from. And let us know from those experiences and from those victories that you are still with us. And as we give you thanks and praise, you are still delivering us from the things that the enemy may throw in our path. We thank you that, that you even delivered us from the envy of mankind for simply giving you praise. We bless you for this congregation and for these that have come this morning. We thank you for Christ who himself said thank you for the wonderful things you did and the miracles that manifested in the lives of those that were alive during his time. We praise you today for all of the blessings you have bestowed upon us. We thank you and glorify and magnify your holy name. Now keep us and protect us and watch over us and keep us safe during this holiday season. We give you all glory, we give you all praise, and we thank you now as thy servant's prayer. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning.